Your mom is going to buy me a Thin Mint outfit for Halloween this year. Dude, she better. <laughs> what? She well, better? Your birthday. Yeah. No. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our? Who are we? I'm very glad that you asked. My name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host. <laughs> I'm Josh, I guess. Hey, Josh. Well, wait a minute. Why was there a delay? Aren't y'all in the same room? Heck not, bro. Oh. Josh is in Chicago. I'm in the beautiful Bay Area. We talk to each other once a week. We come together. We watch a movie every week separately. Come together. Talk about it for your pleasure and for your entertainment. At the end of the episode, we give it a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. How's it going, Josh? Good. Can you do me a favor? The next time we record, can you, you know those like smelling salts they use to like wake up, like wake people up? Or like weightlifters with ammonia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ammonia. Like the next time we record, right before you start the intro, can you just pop one of those? I want to hear what it sounds like. I don't, why would you think that I would have something like that? I don't know. Can't you just like buy it at a... Uh, grocery store? Well, they just they oftentimes it's just a little uh, a little bottle, and what you do is you just open the bottle, and then you just stick stick your nose right in it, and then you just inhale, and you go, and you get super oh. strong like Hafthor Bjornsson. Why did I think it was like a? They have one. They have ones like, where you it's can like break a glow it. Stick or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, a very, you break it like a glow stick. Yeah, it's a very mini. They have those too, but they're not. That's not as like sustainable. Because the bottles, you can refill them. We'll, we'll do a, uh, a cross sample. How, how's it going, Evan? It's going good, man. I'm so glad that we dissected the issue of ammonia in weightlifting on our Nostalgia Movies podcast. <laughs> really hard-hitting nostalgia. This episode ammonia. is sponsored by the YouTube channel Juji and Tom. Follow Juji and Tom on everything. I love Juji and Tom. Oh, do you really? Do you watch those videos? No, if we're plugging something, I gotta make oh, it seem like. Oh yeah. Well, I actually, I, we're like I actually do watch them, but you don't. Oh, I, I don't give a fuck. No, I don't like YouTube. Yeah, we just What's need YouTube? the we just need the money. Um, okay. hey, they can't hear us right now, right? No, oh, no, hey. no, no. I edited all that out. Josh, okay, what cool. did we watch this week on tapes, tapes, tapes? Oh, we watched Cool Runnings. I remembered. Cool Runnings? What in the heck? It's a 1993 American comedy sports film directed by John Turtletaub, starring mm, John Candy. And also... John Candy. <laughs> John, yeah, canonically on the podcast, he's John Candy. John Candy. We've also got Leon Robinson, Doug E. Doug, Rawl. D. Lewis and Malik Yoba, who play the the bobsledders from from Jamaica. Um, yeah, this this is a, a classic. I mean, I think that a lot of people out there, just from the title alone, are going to have very fond memories of of watching this movie. Um, if you're if you're in our generation, um, Josh, you want to hit him with a synopsis? Yeah, uh, I'll give you the choice. You want the one sentence, the two to three sentence, or the seven to eight sentence? 
Let's let's go right down the middle, baby. Okay. Uh, here we go. Four Jamaicans formed their country's first ever bobsled team to compete in the upcoming 1988 Winter Olympics. It was the 88 Winter. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I thought this movie was. I thought this movie was. Okay. Uh, they enlist the help of disgraced former Olympic gold winner to re- reluctantly coach them. However, when they reach Canada, they're treated as outsiders by the other teams who fear they'll only succeed succeed in embarrassing the sport. Yes. Who was that by? Yeah. Uh, that was by uh, Lant Jambo, a newcomer to the podcast. Are you, that person's name is Lant Jambo? Well, it's all one word, L-A-N-T-J-A-M-B-O. Lant Jambo. Lant Jambo, Lant Jambo, L-N-T-J-A-M-B-O. Lant Jambo, Lant Jambo, L-A-N-T-J-A-M-B-O. Oh, my word. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's a good synopsis. It's a Lant Jambo. Lant Jambo, Lant Jambo, L-A-N-T-J-A-M-B-O. I'm forgetting the T, but it just doesn't. L-A-N-T-J-M-B-O. Okay, this, we can't get sidetracked by Lant, Lant Jambo as much as I... that's my job on the podcast. I know, but I, I was right there. It's usually my role to reel you back in, but I didn't do a very good job. Um so yeah, this movie, uh, just, just to kind of to flesh that synopsis out a little bit, though, although Lant Jambo did a great job, um, basically the way the, the, the conceit of this movie is that in, in Jamaica, they, uh, the, the main person who in the movie, the character's name is, do you remember? Oh, Darice? Yeah, Darice, yeah. Darice is, is the main There's guy. There's Darice and Sanka. There's Doris Sanka, and then the the other for whatever reason I'm 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 not remembering the others' names, but Leon Robinson. Not regular Christian names. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah I'm ignorant. Um, <laughs> but the the main guy who who you remember as being kind of the the handsome guy from the movie, um, mm-hmm. he is he's a runner, and actually his father was an Olympic athlete and won the 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 gold representing Jamaica. So he's kind of oh, always yeah. had it in his mind that he's going to be this Olympic athlete. And then the tryouts are, are coming up. It's, it's late in, in 87 and he goes to, to, to run, to do the 200 meter sprint. And unfortunately he falls him and uh, two other guys um, who he ends up concocting this plan after going to the, the Olympic association. And he's like, I want to run again, by the way, I'm just going to say right now, I'm not going to do any Jamaican accents. So that was the last one? That was, I I started to kind of do it, and I immediately <laughs> did a U-turn. Dude, I know you, Evan. When you did that, my eyebrows shot up. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm making a commitment to, I'm saying it out loud so that I don't, do a Jamaican accent. So apologies. Don't do a Jamaican accent. Don't do a Jamaican accent. God damn it. Josh, <laughs> don't do it. Oh, you're telling yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not, you, you, you know, you, you do you. I mean, there's some things like we're, we're going to get into the quotability of this movie where 
for that maybe i'll i'll kind of dip back oh, in boy. a little bit but yeah that's gonna be a tough one not to do because it, mm-hmm. it just is the 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 musicality of the language is almost what makes it so much fun but anyway he goes to the olympic association and they're like yeah you can't do it but also but john candy is on the island and he is a disgraced olympian and so then they they work with john candy to do what in jamaica they have push carts which is like basically two person bobsleds um, and then John Candy coaches them to transition those skills from push carts into bobsledding. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's. Uh, do I even? I I don't even need to do just synopsis anymore. You fucking crush it. Well, I I just felt like I I just wanted to flesh out that like that there was some motivation behind why this. I mean, because it is a weird thing to have like a Caribbean island country going to yeah no it, it the begs Olympics. the context so you need a little bit of context that like it's not just these random jamaicans who are like yeah we want to do bobsledding it was like well we're 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 olympic sprinters we're olympic class sprinters and that was the whole um kind of idea behind getting them to 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 do the bobsled um anyway okay history over goodbye history josh what was your relationship to this movie uh this was a this was de- I've, I've definitely seen this. Uh, you chose this movie. Yeah, this was this was an Evan pick this week. But yeah, I'm just curious if, if you had seen it before or anything. Well, actually, before I uh, I get to that, I'll actually say that this was probably the most pitched movie that uh, in terms of like ones that we select because you choose one, I choose you, and we kind of have a say a little bit. Yeah, and like I feel like you've pitched Cool Runnings like. It's got to be like six or seven times now. Like Is it's just that right? come up on the list. <laughs> yeah, you pitch it a lot, and I've shot it down every single time. Like I was mm. like, uh, you were like, "Cool runnings are this, cool runnings are this." I always choose the other one, and this was the time where I was just like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and I didn't realize that until I said yes. Like, oh wow, I've shot this movie down a lot. That's so interesting. Uh, I wonder. I wonder why that is. Why do you think that is? Uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to it, but I. You know, Disney movie trying to do Jamaican stuff back in the 80s. I had a feeling we were going to tiptoe through it, but I don't okay. want to put the cart before the horse. So okay, okay. I did watch this movie when I was a kid. Uh, this was a... We talked about uh, rainy day movies with... Um, yeah, uh, with... Uh, Sandlot. With Sandlot, right, right. And like, and like a couple other ones. This was definitely a rainy day movie. This was daycare, mm. after school, like... You know what's so funny about that is I didn't I didn't mention this at the time, but um, rainy day movies because I the the sandlot pulling back the curtain a little bit the sandlot episode came out today, so when I was re-listening to it, I just was like, oh, that's right, rainy day movies they were not a thing when I was growing up in Missouri. That's like very much solidly a California thing, because the way that you all the way that you all design your schools here is that like. By default, everybody is outside. Like you have classrooms, and then the hallways are all outside. But in oh. in the Midwest, it is not like that because you you kind of have to build actual cafeterias and and hallways because there's such inclement weather. <laughs> yeah, oh, you you are absolutely right. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. Like, yeah, rainy days is just. So I was thinking about that as you were saying. You're like, huh. It's literally a thing that's specialized around just rain, which yeah. is the most normal type of weather. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's California, so wow, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just just a little little side note there on our 
and our little personal histories. <laughs> yeah, so I I didn't I don't think I ever chose to watch this movie kind of by my own personal selection. Like mm-hmm. I think I watched this one maybe sometime in the past 6 or 7 years. No, I actually watched it pretty recently like probably within 8 months, but it'd been like 5 or 6 years before that. Before that I don't even remember. Oh, Just not a, not a frequent one. Hmm. Not a frequent one. Yeah, for for me this one was definitely very common. We would we would get this from the rental store. I don't know that we ever owned it. Um, but I would watch it a lot with my cousins um, and and my brothers um, and my my friends. We would quote this movie all the time. It came out when when Josh and I were in elementary school, um, ninety ninety three. So we were both five. Um, so it's kind of prime age of like you know, get it on get it on video, get the kids in front of the the screen, and uh, and just just have a great old time. Um, so this movie, it is based on a true story. Um, there, there was an actual uh, first ever Jamaican bobsled team. There are a lot of differences um, in what actually happened than to what uh, what happens in the movie. Just to kind of, um, you know, to- you mean Disney tried to do something <laughs> to protect. Their intellectual property? That's weird. Yeah, really weird, right? So the, <laughs> the most significant difference is that the the Jamaican team, but I, I actually found this to be interesting because I thought that maybe Disney would fake the whole thing. Um, but there's there's the very, and I know we're jumping way ahead, but there's the significant crash that happens um, in the movie during their final run. Um, and then they Spoilies. have that kind of like iconic moment where they all, where all four of the members of the bobsled team carry the actual bobsled across the finish line. Um, yeah. And in reality, that did happen. They did have a big crash. Um, but I they remember somebody telling me that, but, like when I was a kid. But they didn't carry it. They they just walked alongside it and pushed it. But I I was kind of like, well, sure. that that's. I mean, that's still extremely impressive that they like survived a crash like that and, and still finished the race, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm not going to think less of them just because they didn't hoist a fucking 600-pound bobsled over their head on an extremely slippery, ice-ridden rink. Dude, like craziness. How would that have gone down if, like... This whole dramatic, and after having like, been in a crash like that, you know, <laughs> after we get a crash and then like a few feet before the finish line, like one of them slips and like it breaks the neck of like one of the bobsledders because <laughs> they were holding it up. <laughs> that would be a finish. Yeah. So it, I, maybe my reaction to the to like the the production back history of this is just kind of it's interesting that like they go into so much detail about everything that they got technically wrong in the movie that it almost feels like they're kind of people are kind of picking on this movie a little bit because they're they're talking about like well it wasn't actually that cold and they they didn't actually they weren't technically the first caribbean country to to be in a bobsled there was also um uh, there was a two-person bobsled from um from the netherlands antilles and it's like okay well (laughs) you're kind of splitting hairs here like it's still an amazing story like I just said, Disney. Like, do you really got to say any more? Like, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that that that's pretty much all uh, All I found. It, this movie made good money. It's a cult classic. It's in our hearts forever. Um, but 
when we come back from the break, we, Josh and I, are going to definitively decide whether or not this movie should stay in our hearts. You're going to want to stick around for that. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. This is Morgan, your fan club president. Well, I've given it some thought, and I've really searched my heart, and I've decided that I don't want to keep this podcast to myself. I want to share it with you, and I want to share it with other people, too. I'm hoping that you will help me spread the word. Please tell your friends and family that they can find Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Thanks for helping me spread the word. And for now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back Wait, to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, Josh, what? Uh, yep. how did you... Well, wait. Should I go first or do you want to go first talking about your, your opinions of this movie in real time? I'm still thinking of heart cannon. <laughs> Hard cannon. Evan, this no, Evan, Evan Crockett. This was your pick this weekend. You chose this movie. Mm-hmm. I shot it down six or seven times, and now <laughs> we're here. How is your experience watching this movie right now in hashtag twenty twenty coronavirus? Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! This movie uh, triggered my nostalgia bone. I entered into nostalgia, baby, and I just had a great time. Yeah, yeah. I I well, really I'm glad to hear that. I really had a great time. I I went into this movie. Morgan and I both went into this movie being like, because she had a very similar experience that I did. She grew up with it. It was it was a rainy day movie for her as well. Um, we both went into it being like 1993, all black yeah, cast. I- Jamaica, yeah, I kind of, Disney. I figured this was going to be a tiptoe fest for you. Like, but, just I, I was anticipating your reaction being very like tiptoey. But it wasn't like, at all. Like, there wasn't any. I was really impressed with how like I, I just feel like they they stayed on. They I didn't find anything problematic at all. Like, and I was I was really relieved <laughs> that that happened. Um, I even thought that there were some moments that were really impressive from like a, a progressive standpoint of them acknowledging that like there's class difference because there's, there's like the one character who's rich and, you know, he, he helps out the other characters and, and they kind of help him finding himself and like st- standing up to his dad um, and there's all these like expectations that go into when you're at, when you're like in that upper class, especially in an area that has like, um, I mean, Jamaica is for all intents and purposes, a third world country. So it, it just was interesting to, to kind of have some representation of, um, the expectations that somebody like that goes through. Um, so yeah. I, I just, I found it to be really good all around. Like I didn't have any problems with it narratively. I thought the pacing still worked. I thought there were, there's still plenty of quotable moments that were funny. Um, like the, like whenever they would crash and Doris would ask Senka, Senka, you dead? And then Senka would be like, yeah, man. <laughs> 
that yeah. was just was a great running Lucky gag egg. through the whole movie. Yeah, and the and the egg was so funny, and the little like feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up, it's bobsled time, cool runnings. Like, oh man, it just everything about it just made me hype. So I I, I really and I thought John Candy was a great like deadpan kind of like uh, foil for the for the other like more charismatic characters to kind of like bounce off of like every time Senka yeah, called him really John Candy it up that much no he was he was very much he was very deadpan um this was also his last film whoa really or that was released during his lifetime I think there might have been some others that came out but yeah he he died shortly after this movie came out um Damn. but yeah whenever Senka like called him sled god I thought that shit was so funny that he, that he, I don't know. It just was was disarming and charming, and yeah, I'm. So now, Josh, now the pressure's on. Now the pressure's on. I'm I'm kind of surprised, you know. Honestly, uh, I'll get into mine, but uh, and I know we had different experiences with it, but I I totally I'm I'm surprised by by your your experience with it now because when i was watching it you know i didn't grow up with it so i didn't have i didn't i mean i grew up with it but i didn't look for it on my own so much Mm -hmm. so i didn't really get that nostalgia bone so much i definitely got it a little bit during like the hey hey mon you dead just because everybody said it all the time yeah yeah and like the lucky egg i remembered but there was a lot of this that i was watching that i was like almost kind of rediscovering it for the first time again but I gotta say, before I get into like my review of this movie and like how I felt about it, I think I just love movies that involve a race. Like yeah, they just it's a have great like sports movie. Just but even but specifically like all sporting aside, I love like high stakes races. Like mm. either it, a moment in a movie or as the movie. Like I'm thinking of like the pod racing scene from Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Phantom a phantom phantom of the opera star wars phantom of the opera <laughs> or uh and i don't know why i'm thinking about it right now but in the the uh, little rascals movie there's like a they do like a race uh, of little yeah cards. i kind of remember that too yeah but for some reason just races just i fucking love them they're exciting like, we should watch more race movies Ooh. i love racy movies <laughs> Uh, you gotta be careful so with that with this one <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of which so i i, I kind of jumping into this movie of course the first thing i'm thinking of is okay here's mid-90s similar to you disney trying to do jamaican culture yes and right. kind of bringing that into a you know predominantly white audiences mm-hmm and the first thing that I was thinking when I was watching this is how much of this is a true representation of Jamaica? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm looking at this going like, you know, this feels very like Idyllic. it feels a little bit like a like a send up of like the culture, which is very like, let's relax every celebration and colors. It's all happy, man. Because I was thinking like, yeah, it's kind of an impoverished place. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that this is they're choosing to do this and not, not the other part, but some of that, you know, just the way that some of them were talking again, I don't really know. I've never been to Jamaica, Yeah, sure. uh, but a lot of it, I was a little like, okay, like, I'll kind of, 
I'll, I'll trust that Disney is doing it justice in the mid-90s, which I shouldn't do. Uh, John Candy, you know, I, I'm always a big fan of... Uh, it, it, was, it was a little weird seeing him in this movie for some reason. I was like, what is John Candy doing in this movie? But he was funny. But something that kind of... I don't want to say rubbed me the wrong way. We're having opposite views of this. It's so funny. Yeah. Is... I kind of say it was kind of like a when there was like the whole thing of John Candy kind of leading them and they were like looking up to him as like the coach, the sled leader, God. like all these things. Yeah, sled God. It felt a little like white savior to me of like, well, oh, we've got point. this impoverished, yeah. like impoverished culture and these people that have nothing and they want to, you know, for back of letter term, like pick themselves up by their bootstraps and get off the island. And then here comes like this you know, this white figure with like all the information and knowledge and powers that they're just like, please, we'll do whatever you want. And, uh, he, it's like, he barely has to move a fucking, like lift a finger and he can like make all these things happen and make their dreams come true and like get him to the Olympics and all that stuff. So the, that also was a little, a little like, uh, the, no, the thing sure. that for, for me combated that was, because I, I I totally hear what you're saying. And I also feel like, for me, it was nullified by this really interesting... Um, I, don't, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, the, this interesting theme that the, the main guy, Doris, had of being like, okay, well, if I want to be the top Olympic athlete in this sport, I've got to do everything that the Swiss team does. And so even when they, like, in the first few runs, sure. when they were on the practice team, he was counting them in, like, in Swiss, eins, or in German, I don't remember, eins, zwei, drei. Yeah, which was weird, because like, he was copying the Swiss, but it was German, but... Yeah, I didn't really understand. Point. And, like, the German team were the people who were, who were, like, you know, bullying them at the bar and everything. So he... So they kind of had this like little little through line of him being like, oh, well, then if I want to be great at the sport, I have to act like how these white people act. And then yeah. the and then the movie took a turn when they were like when Sanka was like, man, I'm not I'm not here to be Swiss. I'm here to be the best me that I can be. And the best me that I can be is Jamaican. And so then they sure. and then once they embrace their own culture and like kind of embraced or at least what this movie depicts as their culture, because you're right. It, it does depict a very like idyllic, um, like touristy sandals, Jamaica version of Jamaica. Um, Hey, it's a, it's a great like point to have at the end of your movie. Like, you know, believe in who you are and your culture and your background, all those things. But you know, like you said, it's just, I, I just don't, tr- I don't know for sure, but I just don't trust Disney with this one. Like I, yeah, I really sure. just want to put this, put this, put this in front of like, you know, and just be like, Hey, is this a, an accurate representation of your culture? And I think I know the answer to it. I mean, sure. I, I, I think that, you know, you could, you could say the same thing about a lot of Disney movies where they, um, where they kind of go out of their way to represent a totally different and especially non-white culture. Like the ones that popped into my mind are like Coco or Moana or obviously Pocahontas is, is another one where it's kind of like, all right, like is, are things actually that kind of like beautiful and ebullient and upbeat, but you also got to think about like, it's a kid's movie. So, they're, yeah, they're not gonna show Jamaica as it actually is, <laughs> like <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's a tough one. And you know, 
It's interesting that you bring up something like Coco. Because for me, the difference between like a movie like Coco, which if you know you don't, if you haven't seen it, go see it. I think it's fucking fantastic. It's an amazing movie. Uh, is that that movie is more like, let's tell this from the point of view of the, oh, you know, let's tell this point of view of like this culture and like. I, well, I just it's basically it like let's tell this more? folk tale, because there there's a folk, lot of yeah. there's a lot of like folk. I one of my coworkers is is from Mexico and he hadn't seen Coco and I was like oh you got to see it I'm I'm really curious about your impression of it because there's there's a bunch of references to very traditional Mexican um uh, like folklore in it and so he came back and he was like oh it was incredible like thank you so much for for telling us to watch that because yeah, they did a really good job. And he like told me about Ofrendas and like what his family does with it. But like they don't really do it in exactly the same way. So there are a lot of differences. But he said that like it 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 did carry the spirit of of a lot of the meanings behind it. Um, yeah. But definitely it's Coco is... Cool Runnings do the same for Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, and, and probably not. And also one thing that really stuck out to me that was hilarious was that um, Hans Zimmer is the person who composed the music for this. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> oh, I didn't. And the music is so weird. <laughs> well, it's I, like... I love it. It's like... It's like it's like very Caribbean Jamaican, and it's about, but like Jamaica, happy, happy, let's all jive, and like very like on the nose like lyrics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think maybe maybe, but it's it's difficult to compare this to those others movies like Coco or Moana because in those movies everybody is. Um, is Mexican or, or Polynesian, whereas this there is the like the John Candy being in in the the white savior role. So you're yeah. you're right about that. It just for whatever reason it didn't it didn't bother me as much, and I kind of took it for what it was. Like, and I did have that like nostalgia baby behind it. Um, so I I just expected it to be a lot more like overtly racist, not not sure. racist in the way of like you know what, what i guess what i would like what you're describing is almost kind of more microaggressions or just like not proper representation um yeah but eh what what, what can i say i liked the message that they said of like you know the best me that <laughs> yeah, i can be yeah they got be a good message at the, the end the best me that i can be is jamaican and and it's also an inter- an interesting sports movie where the team doesn't win at the end yeah, like they they don't win. They yeah. they have a crash and they and they pick themselves up and they still walk across the finish line and and everybody admires them for that. And you, I don't know, you just don't yeah. get that very often. Yeah, and they do a good build to that because a lot of this, like in the synopsis, is uh, you know this uh, I guess this scare of that they're going to embarrass the sport. Like they almost yeah. get pulled from even be able to place because of that. And, you know, of course, everybody's making fun of them because where they're from and all these things. And then they come in and they bring this like uh, this wonderful human like moment that just like it's so it's just so lovely. Yeah. It shows how like, you know, anybody can just be as driven and powerful no matter who they are, where they're from. Yeah. Disney. Did you uh, did you have a favorite part of the movie or did or were you? 
because I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm sensing from the way you talk about this movie, you're pretty, pretty checked out. But was there anything that stood out to checked, you? Or? I wasn't checked out. I mean, the humor, I, 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 I definitely, I, I think I poked in and out a few times with this movie. I mean, the all the jokes were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's none that like really stuck out to me that was like that like had me like really laughing. I just really what shaped this movie for me is that it was just watching the race business, not necessarily like when they're actually like doing the bobsled race at the end, but the journey to get there of like being put in the the ice cream truck and yeah. being on that <laughs> wheelie thing going down the hill and like bashing into the cops. Uh, sure, sure. That was that was that was fantastic. There was a lot of uh, training montages, or uh, we, I don't even know that you would call them montages, but there was a lot of build up to them doing yeah, the race. Montages, yeah. There, there were they, they were I, they were longer montages. I uh, guess there were, tr- and there were shorter traditional montages too. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like when they're in the bathtub, oh, I loved that. Yeah, that part was fun. That's a good, that's a good shot. Um, I don't know. I, you, I'm, I'm liking it more than I'm thinking about it right now. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's good. I just didn't have the nostalgia bone. I didn't have the nostalgia. Oh bone. damn it! Well, that's okay. It's almost like this this nostalgia bone plays an important role in how we <laughs> rate these things. Weird. Weird is almost like the whole point of the podcast. Podcast um, is I think for me, my the the part that touched me the most was the the relationship between the and I can't remember the characters' names, but the the bald guy and the uh, the rich boy. Um, because Sanda, oh, I'm forgetting it now. I don't remember their name, and for whatever reason, it's hard to like. Who is? Oh, okay. Junior. Junior was the rich kid, and Yule Brenner, of course. Um, between, I, I really liked the way that their relationship, um, like, grew, and how they they ended up being friends, and and like, just every, every time Yule Brenner, like, they really built up that whole thing where Yule Brenner was like don't touch me. And then he's like, it doesn't mean I like you. And then like, by the end of the movie, like he's, there's so much warmth behind like the yeah. things that he's, that he's Good saying. Builds. And I just, I really like that. I really appreciated that. Um, yeah. And yeah, just how, how much they, they stuck up for each other. I thought that that was, that was really great. That's an awesome message to, to carry forward. Um, yeah, so that that's pretty much it. I think I think we're ready to rate if or I am if you are. I think I I I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. All right. Josh. What do you give 1993's uh John Turtletob's uh movie? <laughs> I had stuff I forgot that I had stuff about John Turtletob because he did other movies, but I don't really care. He did Three Ninjas. Uh, this is our second uh, John Turtletop movie oh, for for the podcast. Did we do Three Ninjas? Yeah, we did. Yeah, with Tom Tom and the remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I give this movie. Um, <laughs> Wait, let me rating. let me look up what you ate during that episode. I gave it an eject and reject, but you gave it a be kind of rewind. And the serious snack that time was a tomato. Oh, and you were blindfolded. Oh, 
Oh, that was the Bird Box episode. Yeah. Hashtag Bird Box. Uh, my serious snack this time is I'm drinking whole fat oat milk and hazelnut chocolate. A serious snack? Wait, whole yeah. fat oat milk? I didn't even know that they had like okay. different levels of fat. They started making three different types of oat milk, and I'm so fucking pumped. Oh. There's the regular oat milk, there's whole fat, and there's low fat. Obviously not going near the low yeah, fat. Yeah, no, fuck that. But the whole fat, it tastes oh, dude. the same. But it's so good. <laughs> I'm I'm there for that. Um, yeah, I'm in, I've been sipping it this whole time. I'm into it. All right, Josh. Like fine brandy. Give this movie a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby. I I, I give this movie a rating of lucky egg, break a leg. What What does that mean? <laughs> does that mean you'd be kind and rewind? L- lucky egg, break a leg. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that means you lucky give it a egg generous. for the lucky egg of the movie, and then break a leg for. It was good job. You're just good. Just Yay! Good. I turned I don't know, you. Know, I turned your opinion. No, I don't really know. I give this. I'm I'm very middling on this because I turned you. Uh, I'm gonna take it as a win. <laughs> feel the what is it when feel they do the, the rhythm? Do the thing. Feel, feel the, the ride. Rhythm. The it's something like get on out. up it's bobsled time all right i'll give it a i'll give it a i'm sticking by my thing but it i give it the positive one <laughs> <Whatever the ratings are. laughs> i'm not even gonna say it i'm just gonna give it the positive one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the positive one um <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't do it enough for me like yeah. i guess i'll it's show a- this to other people but it's okay to, i mean the the i guess you know the rating system isn't whether or not like it's a good movie or not it's just would you watch it again i might i'm gonna i'll just give it the positive one let's just move on <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well i would also give it a heaven oh what are you gonna give it well, I'm going to give it a be kind and rewind, of course. <laughs> I'm feeling the rhythm. I'm feeling the rhyme. I'm getting on up. It's bobsled time. Cool runnings. I mean, I, you know, of course. This movie is amazing. Of course. I, I was, I'm not, yeah. I was so impressed with how, just how it it stood up. I mean, I, I it's, and I was looking for there to be problematic stuff. And, I, and I'm glad that we talked about what we talked about in this movie because it, it did make me think of it in like a slightly different way. Um, and I, I did have that feeling while I was watching it that was like, okay, not everything's hunky-dory in Jamaica. Like, let's get real here. But I also was like, yeah, but if I'm a kid, do I really need to like have that hammered into me? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, you gotta start young. I guess I know who's not babysitting. Um, <laughs> Sending kids to Greenpeace instead of uh, <laughs> watching them, have them watch Cool Runnings. Have them watch Cool Runnings, yeah. Um, do you have a recommendation for what you would, would watch instead of this movie? Like, was there something else you wish that you were watching? Oh, man. I am never going to think about this before we get to this segment. Um, you know, it's a good race movie of, like, kind of a, a marginalized group showing up. And like proving everybody wrong. Yeah, it's very unique in that way. I don't, I don't think we've really talked about that, but like, 
They really, I mean, I how guess. many more bobsled movies can you think of? Well, of course, if you're talking about bobsledding, I, I have no clue. But I'm just kind of thinking in like terms of like the story arc of let's, you know, a marginalized group doing kind of like a sport or a thing that nobody would expect and, hmm. you know, kind of humbling either themselves or the people that, you know, they do it for to kind of like, uh, like, I don't know why Kung Fu Panda is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, sure. Because it, then it's uh, like a panda that's, you know, they're not lithe and supple. They're, they're like, it's like a fat animal that you don't think of as being particularly graceful. Yeah, that movie is really fun. And it like, is yeah, yeah it's it's, it's like an it's unexpected got... yeah I, I could see that i'll just stick with that sure that's the first one i came up with let's do kung fu panda i'll recommend that hmm i don't know that i Isn't would that disney uh it's dreamworks no you know a movie that did you not have one prepared i didn't have one prepared because i just was like uh i'm all in on cool runnings but i guess a movie that i really liked that i rewatched recently and I don't know why Disney hasn't done more stuff with it, is Big Hero 6. Oh, you've mentioned that a couple of times now. Have you ever seen that movie? No. I feel like in our first couple of episodes, you bring it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go watch it. It's it's on Disney+. Plus. I mean, it's it's great. I, don't, I really don't understand why they... I mean, I know that they've done an animated series, and I think they've done some like little things. I think they've done like a comic book run with it or something. But Well, it is animated, but... I mean, more like 2D. Like they've done a 2D animated series on it, um, but yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm hold. I'm crossing my fingers for Big Hero Seven. Hopefully that'll that'll come out one day. Or Big Hero Five prequel. Whoa, prequel. Um, well, that's pretty much it. We're gonna wrap it up, and we're going to stop recording, and we're going to probably talk for another like between two to five minutes, and then we're gonna tell each other that we're dropping the phone. Um. That's like really what's going to happen. But for you, oh. goodbye. Is it? Okay. Oh, oh. L-A-N-T-J, baby. L-A-N-T-J, baby. L-A-N-T-J-M-B-O. 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 Those aren't even letters. Okay, bye, everybody. All right, bye.